0: Welcome to the 17th episode of It's Time for Prayer. Welcome regular and first-time listeners. Thank you all for taking your time to tune in today. I hope you have all been keeping well. It's a real pleasure to share the Word of God with you again today. Please take notes of the scripture references and read and apply them to your lives. Amen. May you receive answers to all your prayers. May you, your family and friends be blessed as you listen to the podcast series. Today's episode is called, Who's Watching Who? We're going to look at a few scripture references regarding being watched. Watched by God and by man. We know and read that God our Creator watches over us daily. Yes, God our Creator watches over you and I, even now as you listen to my voice. Even when you think there is no one there, God is watching. The reality is, someone, somewhere, is also watching you and I, for whatever reason it may be. The question is, who's watching who? The Bible says in Psalms 11.4, The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, His eyelids try the children of men. God is watching us from His throne in heaven, dear listener. Let us be mindful today that our holy God is watching you and I and testing us, trying us. His eyes behold, His eyelids try. The children of men. God wants you to know, dear listener, He is watching you and He wants you to fix your eyes on Him. He wants you to look to Him, rely on Him, for you to put your trust in Him alone. He is there for you. I pray today your eyes will see your God as you've never seen Him before. May your eyes behold your God. And may that knowledge make a difference in your life, that God is watching you. I pray your eyes will see the miraculous as you fix your eyes on Jesus Christ. Amen. In Second Chronicles sixteen nine, we read, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong in the behalf of them, whose heart is perfect towards him. God is looking for that perfect heart towards him, so he will show himself strong on your behalf. There are some great things God is looking, seeking to do for you and I. Is your heart perfect towards God as he watches you? In First Samuel sixteen seven, we read, "But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord sees not as man sees; for man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. God wants us to see the way." in which he sees us i pray our eyes will see as god sees for man look on the outward appearance but the lord looketh on the heart i pray today that we may see the heart as god sees our hearts the outward appearance of man can be misleading as we can look the part, dress the part, act the part, and even sound the part, but God sees the truth that's hidden in our hearts. Jeremiah seventeen nine reads, the heart is de- deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? God knows. I pray our hearts will not be wicked or deceitful. Amen. What does God see as he looks into our hearts? In your heart. What is it that is written on your heart, conveyed in your thoughts, your actions, your words, that man cannot see but only God sees? As God watches you, every move, does your action align with the will of God? Do you think your actions are pleasing or displeasing to Him? Would the righteous God be in agreement with your actions? Yes or no? Does it make a difference knowing this fact that God is watching you? Would it make a difference to something you are doing? Or planning to say or do. Who's watching who? You see the truth is, dear listener, if we keep our eyes on Jesus, we will stay on course. We learned this about King Asa. As long as he relied on and looked to God, things went well with him. When he took his eyes off God and relied on the king of Syria instead, Things did not go well with him. You may be saying, I've kept my eyes on Jesus and things have not been well with me. You're bitter, you're complaining, your heart is heavy towards God. I pray today you will be released from every heaviness of heart, every regret, every pain and anxiety towards God and others as we read First Peter Cast in all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries and all your concerns, once and for all, on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Dear listener, keep your eyes on Jesus. We read in 2 Chronicles 14.2, and Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. For he took away the altars of the strange gods and the high places, and brake down the images and cut down the groves, and commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers, and to do the law and the commandment. Also he took away out of all the cities of Judah the high places and the images, and the kingdom of was quiet before him. God was watching Asa and was pleased with his actions. We read, And the kingdom was quiet before him. Amen. God wants to bring peace into our lives when we look unto God and our actions are pleasing to him. God will give us rest. It was said of Asa in Second Chronicles 14.6, And he built fenced cities in Judah, for the land had rest. And he had no war in those years, because the Lord had given him rest. He had no war in those years, because the Lord had given him rest. May God give you and I rest as we do those things that are pleasing to him in his sight. Amen. What you do pleasing unto the Lord, God will do pleasing for you. May God be pleased with your actions today as he watches you as he did with Asa at that point in time. Later on we read how Asa took his eyes from God. May you keep your eyes always fixed on Jesus and never depart from seeking him first, as Asa eventually sadly did. The mistake we often make like Asa, who focused his attention to the wrong thing, to the wrong person, the attention which belonged to God, he gave to a man. A person. It could be a thing, but God wants us to give him the attention and the reliability that is due to him and him alone. In Isaiah 42 8, we read I am the Lord that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another neither my praise to graven images i am the lord that is my name and my glory will i not give to another neither my praise to graven images there is a praise from your mouth that only belongs to god do not let anything or anyone stop your praise. Amen. Matthew twenty two twenty one says, They say unto him, Caesar, then saith he unto them. Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. Asa's eyes became misdirected. His reliance was now on the king of Syria instead of God. My question is who are you relying on? Who are you putting your trust in? Who are you looking unto? Who's watching who? I pray that God will send a seer, a prophet, into your life to speak and remind you of a truth that you may have forgotten concerning God. The seer Hanani came to Asa with a word, as we read in Second Chronicles 14.7. And at that time Hanani, the seer, came to Asa, king of Judah, and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Syria and not relied on the Lord thy God, therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand. Dear listener, there may be dreadful losses as a result of taking your eyes from God and putting your reliance in the wrong person or thing, as it did with King Asa. Don't lose focus, dear listener, Keep your eyes fixed on God as he watches you. Look unto Jesus Christ. He alone is mighty to save and strong in battle. Hananiah the seer reminded Asa to remember the previous victories God had given him. It's good to look back and remember all what God has done for you, for your family, your situation, when you relied solely on God. Let us read in Second Chronicles fourteen, eight to nine. The seer Ananiah said, Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a huge host with a very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because thou did rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. To show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly, herefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. From henceforth thou shalt have wars. What wars are you experiencing today? Are they as a result of taking your eyes off Jesus? Who's watching who? In Second Chronicles 16.10 we read, Then Asa was wroth with the seer and put him in a prison house, for he was in a rage with him because of this thing. And Asa oppressed some of the people at the same time. Sometimes we run from the truth of God's word like Asa. He imprisoned the seer Hananiah, but the truth of the word of God must be preached and declared, thus says the Lord. It will save your soul from death and destruction, from permanent separation from God. Sadly, Asa did not learn the lesson of seeking God first, as we read in Second Chronicles sixteen twelve to 13 And Asa, in the thirty and ninth year of his reign, was diseased in his feet, until his disease was exceeding great. Yet in his disease he sought not to the Lord, but to the physicians. And Asa slept with his fathers and died in the one and fortieth year of his reign. Dear listener, seek God in prayer first in all things. Asa never sought God when he should have. He did not look unto God. We read in Second Chronicles 16, 12-13, Until his diseased feet was exceeding great, yet in his disease he sought not to the Lord, but to the physicians. Don't wait until your situation, that sickness, that storm is exceeding great, and you fail to seek God first. Like Asa did. Keep your eyes fixed on God. Rely on him. Go to him first. Go to God in prayer and fasting. Amen. Asa went to the physicians and not to God. Even if you have to go to the physicians, seek God first. The physicians need God's help. Amen. Like Peter in the Gospel of Matthew 14, 29-32, Peter was able to do the impossible when he kept his eyes on Jesus. Jesus bid Peter to come to him when he saw Jesus walking on the water on the sea. Peter was able to walk on water like Jesus until he took his eyes off Jesus and looked at the wind. Then. began to sink. Matthew 14 29 to 30 we read and he Jesus said come and Peter went down from the boat and walked upon the waters to come to Jesus but when he Peter saw the wind he was afraid and beginning to sink he cried out saying Lord save me Some of us need to cry to Jesus, Lord, save me. Only Jesus can save you, so keep your eyes on him. Some of you listening to this podcast may be sinking. You've taken your eyes off Jesus and onto something or someone else. Peter looked at the wind and became afraid and started to sink. Whatever wind is blowing your way, whatever storms are making you misfocused and afraid, don't take your eyes off Jesus. Take your eyes off the wind, off the storm, off the waves and fix your eyes on Jesus. Who's watching who? If you have taken your eyes from Jesus... Or maybe you've never looked to Jesus before. And you know you're sinking. And you feel like you're going under. You're drowning. You're overwhelmed. You're in a storm. You're looking at the wind that's blowing your way. Cry out to Jesus like Peter. Lord, help me. Jesus, help me. God in his mercy will stretch out his hand and rescue you, as he did for Peter. The Bible says in Acts 4.12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Call on the name of Jesus, the name above any other name, for there is none other name under heaven Given among men, whereby we must be saved. In Matthew 14, 31 to 32, we read, And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and took hold of him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were gone up into the boat, the wind ceased. When you're walking with Jesus, The storms of life may come. No matter how rough the wind may be, today get your eyes back on Jesus. Don't doubt. Have faith. You will not die but live. Reach out to Jesus and he will reach out to you. Matthew 14.32 reads, And when they were gone up into the boat, the wind ceased. Jesus will calm the storm. Reach out to him today, and he will reach out to you. Get in the boat with Jesus. He's walking on the water. The water is under his feet. Who's watching who? Who are you watching, dear listener? Keep your eyes on Jesus. The Bible also tells us about some other eyes that watches with a wicked intention. We're talking about who's watching who. Psalms 37, 32 reads, The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. But I have good news for you. Psalms 34, 21 says, Evil shall slay the wicked and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. May the wicked, those plotters, schemers, agents of darkness, watching and seeking to slay you, you the righteous, may they receive the judgment of God according to his word. Amen. In Exodus 20 verse 1, we are going to remind ourselves not to be covetous. The Bible tells us in Exodus 20 verse 1, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbour's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbour's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbour's. Covetousness can lead to murder. Ask God to deliver you from being covetous and envious of others. Let us look at what led to the murder of Naboth. I pray today that none of you listening carry the DNA of Jezebel and Ahab. Let us look at the wickedness in action that led to the murder of Naboth for his own things, his own vineyard, his inheritance. Covetousness resulted in the death of Naboth. We read in First Kings 21, And it came to pass after these things, that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Heab king of Samaria. And Heab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of, of herbs, because it is near unto my house. And I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it, Or, if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Hayab, The Lord forbid it, that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. We then read of the plot and evil scheming of Ahab's wife Jezebel to kill Naboth after Hayab told her that he was refused by Naboth to give him his vineyard. Be careful, dear listener, of discussions you have about people's things. It could be from a covetous heart and can lead, as in the case of King Haab, to conspiracy and murder. We read in Kings 21.15 And it came to pass when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and was dead, that Jezebel said to Heab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give thee for money, for Naboth is not alive, but dead. Let's examine ourselves. Are you watching someone else's things? Are you envious of someone else's possessions? It may not be a material thing. It could be their gift, their position, their job, their business. Their success, their money, their car, their clothes, their property, their children. Whatever it may be, are you feasting your eyes and mind, your conversations on someone else's good? Who's watching who? God is watching and listening there will be consequences, as in King Haab's case. Although he humbled himself before God, when he heard the judgment, the punishment he was due to receive, God deferred his punishment to his children, his sons, as we read in First King 21-29. God sent the prophet Elijah to give him this message. Say to him, This is what the Lord says. Have you not murdered a man and seized his property? Then say to him, This is what the Lord says. In the place where dogs licked up Naboth's blood, dogs will lick up your blood. Yes, yours. Ahab said to Elijah, So you have found me, my enemy. I have found you, he answered because you have sold yourself to do evil in the eyes of the Lord. He says, I am going to bring disaster on you. I will wipe out your descendants and cut off from Haab every last male in Israel, slave or free. I will make your house like that of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, and that of Barsha, son of Asia, because you have aroused my anger and have caused Israel to sin. And also concerning Jezebel, the Lord says, Dogs will devour Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. Dogs will eat those belonging to Hayab who die in the city, and the birds will feed on those who die in the country. When Hayab heard these words, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and fasted. He lain sackcloth and went around meekly. God said to Elijah, Have you noticed how Haab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself, I will not bring this disaster in his day, but I will bring it on his house in the days of his son. I pray we keep our eyes on the master and not on other people's things. I pray that God will deliver us from trespassing and gossiping about things that don't concern us. I pray to deliver our children from evil, the consequences of our sins, when we repent. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word to us today, that you are watching us, watching me. Help me to stay focused on you always. As you try my heart, help me always to keep my eyes always fixed on you. Help me to put you first in all things before anyone else, no matter who. I thank you that you watch over your word to perform it, and your word shall perform in every area of my life for good, as I keep my eyes fixed on you. For your eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show yourself strong on my behalf, as my heart is made perfect towards you. Direct me daily as I seek your face, so that my eyes, my mind, my will and emotions will align to your perfect will. Help me to have faith, to trust you and not to doubt you. Lord Jesus, help me from sinking and drowning. Help me to always put my trust only in you. Today I repent of all my sins and I ask you to save me. You said in your word in Romans 10.13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I call upon your name today, Lord Jesus. Save me. Be my Lord and Saviour, come into my life. Thank you for saving me today. Thank you for cleaning my heart today and taking away covetousness, envy and strife, murder, secretly hidden in my heart. Let my conversations glorify you and save me from your wrath. Keep me from the things that do not concern me. I ask for forgiveness and I repent of all my sins. Amen. Who's watching who? Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, dear listener, who will calm every storm and keep you from sinking. Remember Colossians 3.17 And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Amen. Until we meet again soon, keep watching, listening and praying. Amen.